0: Welcome to the Cork Church Podcast. We are so glad that you are joining us today. We hope this message inspires you, builds your faith, and encourages you in the things of the Lord. Enjoy the message. We've been on uh, the last couple of Wednesdays that I spoke. We've been talking about uh, the Holy Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit and uh we're going to continue with that tonight. Uh so this would be the the third part of a of a, a series on the person of the Holy Spirit. So maybe we'll just pray before we go any further. Lord God, Lord God, I thank you, oh God, Lord for your presence here, oh God, and I thank you, Lord, for Jesus, Lord, for the beauty of what you did on the cross, oh God. Uh, Lord, you didn't stop Lord halfway, Lord, but Lord, you completed it, God. You, said it is finished. Lord, you did a great work, oh God, redeeming us, Lord, Lord, totally, thoroughly, completely, oh God, accomplishing, Lord, a a plan, Lord, that is uh, thorough, oh God. And Father, Lord, today, Lord, we stand, oh Lord, on the benefits, Lord, of what you have provided, oh God. And thank you, oh God, Lord, that we have the Holy Spirit, Lord, in us, Lord, with us, oh God. And I pray, Lord, tonight, oh God, Lord, Holy Spirit, Lord, have your way, Lord, in me, Lord, have your way in all of us tonight, Lord, that we could hear, Lord, Lord, what you're saying, that we could understand it, Lord, that we could grasp it, Lord, that we could take hold of it, oh God, Lord, that we could be fed, Lord, by your word tonight, Lord, and nourished, Lord, and encouraged in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So we we looked, I'm going to recap a little bit because it's been a, a couple of weeks, so jesus said about the holy spirit he said about this this third person of the trinity that it's better that jesus himself goes back to heaven jesus was was going to accomplish what he needed to accomplish in his physical body Uh, and he was going to go back to heaven that was the plan and that he would send another helper he would send this person this wonderful person of the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, who we know is God himself. And Jesus said, that's the best plan. And brothers and sisters, that's what we live in today. And we are to be confident, not in how we feel about ourselves, not in our performance, not, not in anything else, but we can be confident in this person of the Holy Spirit accomplishing in us, what He wants to do, we we have every right to be co- to be confident in the plan of God. Can I hear an amen tonight? So, in, in part one, we, we we saw that the Holy Spirit is a person, and we looked at how He is this amazing ministry of of bringing and and divesting truth and helping us. Absorb truth and understand truth. Jesus used some terms, and we'll just go over them again, when he described the Holy Spirit's ministry, that he would teach you everything the Holy Spirit teaches us. He reminds us. He's a counselor. He's the Spirit of truth. And he would guide us into all truth. And he would tell us all about Jesus. He would remind us of Jesus and uh, we notice some other things about the Holy Spirit that He uh, hit some of His qualities He is omniscient when we do the test, I think I think we know it omniscient, He is all knowing omnipresent, He is everywhere omnipotent, He is all powerful and He is eternal He has always existed and always will exist and these qualities these qualities of him uniquely qualify him to be the best witness of everything that has ever happened, everything, uh, everything that happened in heaven even before the world began, the discussions, the, the plans that were, were laid down. He was a witness of all of that. He was a witness of, he was present at creation when the world was created and all of the events in the history of this world he has been there at every event understands it completely and thoroughly and is the best person to relay to us what we need to know about that and so he has organized the scriptures in such a way that we would have the the, the right revelation we'd have the right information we'd have the right inspiration would have the right encouragement, the right balance of rebuking and training and teaching and righteousness, he has organized all of this into, into this wonderful Word of God so that we would, uh, we, we, we would be able to build our faith upon truth and upon what, what has happened in history. So this, this great person of the Holy Spirit then, uh, he then lives with us, he indwells us, and he brings, he illuminates the truth that's in the word. He, he brings it to our hearts, brothers and sisters. He brings it into our, our minds. He helps us to, to, to absorb it. And not just take it in in a mental uh, capacity. He wants it to shape us. And so, this word, this, this, this truth, the, this, this, the Holy Spirit takes this truth and he brings it into, as he describes himself, into our inward parts. It would be truth that would be a a living truth within us that would shape us and direct us and make us into something altogether different, hallelujah. He, he, he brings us to another place of, of experience, of living, a, another economy, another another way of, of, of looking at life. He brings us into, in a sense, a, a heavenly realm. He is a deposit of heaven. He is a deposit of... Of what is to come, and and it's just just a beautiful ministry of the Holy Spirit that, that He would be that witness and, and ultimately make us then into witnesses of of Him. Now, how to how do I open a bottle, you know, with one hand? Going to have to put down the mic. <laughs> drink with that hand and hold the mic with this hand. I have to try and get it right. In the second part of the series, um, we, we talked about a different person. We talked about uh, the, the Holy Spirit's personality type. We saw that he's not just simply a power source, but he really is a person. He can be lied to and he can be grieved we use his name as, as as a person. We baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. He teaches, he comforts, he convicts, he give com- gives commands, and he guides. And we also looked at his personality type and, and the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians 5.22. And uh, you, you can go and, and, and look at those qualities that he has. And to me... He is the most beautiful of persons, brothers and sisters. There is no more beautiful personality than, than the personality of the Holy Spirit. So as we go a little bit further tonight and we look at the, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, we can be confident that, that He is gentle, and He is kind, He is loving, and he gives self-control. He's, he's, he's not wanting you to be whacked out stupid and hanging from the light bulbs. He's, he's not wanting that. He's, he's wanting you to be self-controlled, gentle, kind. And, and he's bringing his personality, which he also, by the way, put into Jesus. The personality of Jesus is, is the fruit of the Spirit. That's what you see. You see gentleness like no other. see kindness like no other in the person of Jesus. And and so the Holy Spirit, Jesus lived through the power, the personality, through the leading of the Holy Spirit. And we are to do likewise. We are to be led of the Spirit and experience and live in the personality type of the Holy Spirit. And... Uh, It's a a wonderful thing. So maybe we feel like we're lacking in our personality tonight. Well, you have the person of the Holy Spirit in you who wants to bring his, his type of person through your life. And he is well able to do it. He is Almighty God. He can speak through a donkey. So he can speak through me, he can speak through you, he can bring kindness through us, he he can do things through us that are many times beyond our capability, because he is, as we talked about already, omnipotent, he's all-powerful, he can do it through us, brothers and sisters. And so, therefore, we can be confident that he who, who gave Jesus his personality will also do that within us if we will just simply not live according to our own old nature but live and be led of the holy spirit so tonight we're we're going to go on a little bit further and we're going to look at another ministry of the holy spirit which is the gifts of the holy spirit and the bible says that the god god is the giver of all good gifts and he knows how to give good gifts to his children so to me, that this, that this is an exciting thing that, that the Holy Spirit wants to do, again, in us. It's another way of, of bringing glory to Christ, brothers and sisters, is to use us for, for supernatural things. Amazing. Let, let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 12, if you want to turn there. We'll, we'll start in verse 1. Brothers and sisters, I want you to know about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And this is the Apostle Paul speaking in verse 2. You know that at one time you were unbelievers. You were somehow drawn away to worship statues of gods that couldn't even speak. So I want you to know that no one who is speaking with the help of God's Spirit says, May Jesus be cursed. And Mm -hmm. without the help of the Holy Spirit, no one can say, Jesus is Lord. There are different kinds of gifts, but they are all given to believers by the same Spirit. Everybody say, same Spirit. Verse 5, there are different ways to serve, but they all come from the same Lord. There are different ways the Spirit works, but... uh, Sorry, I've lost my place here. There are different ways the Spirit works, but the same God is working in all these ways and in all people. The Holy Spirit is given to each of us in a special way. That is for the good of all. To some people, the Spirit gives a message of wisdom. To others, the same Spirit gives a message of knowledge. To others, the same Spirit gives faith. To others, that one Spirit gives Gifts of healing. To others, he gives the power to do miracles. To others, he gives the ability to prophesy. To others, he gives the ability to tell the spirits apart. To others, he gives the ability to speak in different kinds of languages they had not known before. And to others, he gives the ability to explain what was said in those languages, to interpret and all the gifts are produced by one and the same Spirit. He gives gifts to each person, just as he decides. There is one body, but it is many parts. But all its many parts make up one body. It is the same with Christ. We were all baptized by one Holy Spirit, and so we are formed into one body. It didn't matter whether we were Jews or Gentiles, slaves or free people. We were all given the same spirit to drink. So the body is not made up of just one part. It is many parts. And Paul, in this passage, he, he's talking and giving instruction about the gifts of the Spirit. And I'm not going to go through all the gifts because I think it would take a whole night to just do that. But I wanted to, to, to just read them out to you and notice some things about what Paul says in the context of, of listen, listing these gifts. He, emphasize, he emphasizes that these gifts will be given for the glory of Jesus. They will not be used to, to curse Jesus or in somehow diminish Jesus, these gifts will be in line with the purpose of the Holy Spirit being sent, which is to glorify Jesus. So these gifts are not for the, for the glorifying of a man or an individual. They are for bringing glory to Jesus. Remember what Jesus said and, uh, about the Holy Spirit in, in John 16, 14. Jesus said, He will glorify me. And the gifts of the Spirit have the same purpose as the person given the gifts. Another thing that's important to note is that the gifts are given for the common good. They are given for the, for the benefit of the church and for lost people. They, they are given not, not for personal gain. The gift of prophecy is not given so that you can go down to the Beton house and win a fortune. They're not, given. They're, they're not given for that purpose. They are given so that, that we as a, as a church, that the body of Christ, would be blessed and, and built up and would grow. So you can see that in, in verse 7 there. The, the Holy Spirit is given for the common good. Another thing to note is that these gifts are given to different people in different ways. And it seems there's there's not a a one size and a a one profile that that fits the, the total expression of these gifts. The Holy Spirit chooses to use certain people in certain contexts, in certain ways, at certain times, and it may not happen again. He 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 chooses when and how these gifts are expressed. I've seen sometimes that that people can be used in these gifts repeatedly, but sometimes it's a one-off, and sometimes it, it people are used in, in different giftings. But there is it is it is under the 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 remit of the holy spirit it is they are his gifts to 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 put upon us when he so chooses and when he wills he gives the gifts as he decides you can see that in verse eleven they are his so it's it's one spirit given gifts to glorify Jesus the gifts are for the benefit of the body and the person who he uses will be his decision. The when and where is his decision. And I don't know about you, but it kind of excites me. I I like I like the gifts of the spirit. I like the fact that I can be on a benefit in the end of these gifts. I like it when, when somebody speaks a word of knowledge into my life and gives me something that, that I just know is from God. I like it when what has happened to me before is that I've been prayed for and I've been healed. I remember as a child being prayed for and, and being healed from, from a skin irritation and, and God just did it my parents prayed, laid hands on me, and God just healed me. And, and I like that. Anybody here, does, does that excite anybody here? That, that we, could, we could be on the receiving end of these supernatural acts of God. I've, I've seen people who have risen in faith and believed, uh, had, had like a supernatural faith for a certain thing, and God did it. God did it. And so we see that these gifts are are given by the Spirit, and they are amongst us, brothers and sisters. They are already amongst amongst us. They are. I see them in operation, even in our leadership team. I shouldn't say even in because I would hope they are in our leadership. They are in our leadership, in our deacons, in our in our pastors. I see. I see discernment. I see I see supernatural wisdom for, for particular situations, supernatural insights, discerning of spirits. These, these things are important, brothers and sisters. They're very important. Sometimes people can come into us and, and they want a, they they have another spirit and they want to do things and and it's important that we have that gift of discerning of spirits amongst us it's for our safety it's for our, our well-being it's it's for our benefit as a body and it's 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 lovely to see those gifts in operation so it excites me to know that i am going to be the the beneficiary of the gifts of the spirit through you and i hope you're happy to be part of that whole process <laughs> so that excites me but it but it also excites me to be on the given end, to be on the, the, the vessel end, to be on the, 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 the flowing end of the Holy Spirit uh, and, and these gifts of the Holy Spirit. I remember, I remember as a young Christian, well, I suppose I've been a, a Christian for a few years, but during our, our first Summer Fire Conference, which is probably about 27 years ago, we, we did some outreach that, that started up in Donegal Town. And we did some outreach in the square, and I remember talking to this old lady. I sat beside, beside her on the bench, and she didn't want to know anything about the gospel. She didn't want to know anything about the Lord or salvation, and it was really, really awkward. And but she she told me that she had a sore back, and I remember the Holy Spirit just saying to me, "Why don't you?" Lay hands on her and pray for her. I asked her permission. I didn't just slap hands on. Her. I asked her permission, and and I prayed for her, just very simply, asking that, that that God would heal her back. And that little old lady, she did nothing happened. They said goodbye to her and went on with the day. And was in the service at night in the, in the conference. And um, she. She came in and sat at the back. I was leading worship, and, and I could see her sitting at the back, and I didn't get to talk to her at all. She was gone before I could, I could get near her. But she talked to some of the other ladies around her, and, and she told them that she came because uh, she was healed that afternoon. And I don't say that. That's no boast of me. That's, that's, I didn't do it. I didn't heal her. The Holy Spirit did that. But I was just, I was, I was so encouraged to be part of that giving. And the Bible says it's more blessed to give than receive. So th- tonight, brothers and sisters, I'm encouraging you to make yourself available for the gifts of the Spirit. Why not? Why not? This is part of the supernatural economy of heaven given to the church that we can live in, that we can enjoy, that we can participate in, brothers and sisters. These are gifts given by the Holy Spirit for the benefit of us all. They are. And it excites me to think that we could have a church full of people operating in the gifts of the Holy Spirit with the, with the personality type of the Holy Spirit, full of the knowledge of the Word of God given by the Holy Spirit, that we would be a people of the Spirit. Why not? Why not? He has been given to us for this time, for this for this purpose. Hallelujah. And so... Uh, it was, it was a real privilege for me, that it, and, and God has used me in, in some different areas of of the supernatural, and I've I've just I've felt so blessed. It's always I find it challenging. Like when I felt the Holy Spirit saying to me to to pray for her, it's a challenge. It's not just easy and straightforward. What if what if she says no? What if she slaps me across the face? She was a bit old anyway. It wouldn't have hurt anyway. But what if I get rejected? You know, we, we always think about these things. What, what if I get rejected? Or, or what if this doesn't happen? Or what if i make a, a mistake? What if I'm getting this all wrong? And, you know, I do, I do want to encourage you, brothers and sisters, those of you that are, that are praying this way and, and leaning in to be used of the Spirit, to, to be sensitive to His voice. And what I always do when I feel the Holy Spirit is asking me to do something that, that's in the realm of, of faith or the supernatural. is To say, well, God, I'll do it, but it's on you if it all messes up. It's on you if this doesn't go right. This, this is on you because my, my feeling is this, is that I would rather make a mistake than be disobedient. I would rather make a mistake than be disobedient. And I'd rather get it wrong and, and be ashamed than ever disobey what this beautiful, gentle Holy Spirit is, is wanting me to do. And to be honest with you, it's very rare that the Holy Spirit will say, you know, go and lay hands on that person who's sick. Or it's very rare that the, the devil will say it to you. He won't. You know, he, he's, he, it's the Holy Spirit is kind and he, he won't put us to shame. So you know I encourage you to lean in by faith into these amazing gifts that he has given. Okay, so the big question is how do I being a Christian? How do I step into being a person who who operates in these gifts? How can I step into being available I've never experienced this I've never experienced the 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 supernatural operation of, of the spirit in, in this sort of way how do I step into this and so we're 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 gonna to go to a couple of scriptures but the normal way that we see in the scriptures for believers to step into these supernatural gifts is by first receiving what you could call as a, like a gateway gift or a first gift, sometimes called the initial evidence of receiving what was called the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Remember, there are three baptisms talked about in the Bible. The first one is, is baptism into Christ, which is being being. Uh, covered with Jesus, it's being born again. It's it's receiving forgiveness. It's having our our sins washed away. This is this is the most important baptism. This is the main one. This is the big one. This is where you get transferred from darkness into light. This is where you become a Christian. This is where you uh, you receive eternal life, and where we receive the Holy Spirit. And at that point, you receive the Holy Spirit. You receive the fullness of the Holy Spirit, the full person of the Holy Spirit. He comes into us at that point of conversion. So if you're, if you're a Christian here tonight, you have the person of the Holy Spirit already within you. Whether you feel like it or not, he's inside you. And that happens at that, that point of being baptized into Christ. There's a second baptism in the Bible, and that is baptism in water. And that's where we, we dip people, submerge people completely in water, bring them out of water, and it's a representation of that first baptism of being baptize, baptized into Jesus, of being covered with Jesus. Our old life dies, and we, live, we rise again in a new life. Water baptism. It's a little bit like a piece of drama acting out what has happened spiritually inside your life. And then the third baptism that the, the Bible talks about is baptism in the Holy Spirit. And that's, that's what we're talking about tonight. And that is, that is a, a launch, if you like, into the, the supernatural aspects of, of the Holy Spirit's ministry. And he doesn't do that without, without first allowing us to acquiesce with it. You know, so so there is this launch into it, if you like, and that, that's what we're looking at tonight. We become, if you like, a physical channel where we can physically speak things or do things or 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 be a channel of of, of a of a supernatural gift of the spirit. And so the, the, the first gift that people receive, and this this is the pattern in the New Testament, is that gift of speaking in other tongues. Speaking in other tongues and it is the most wonderful of gifts. I remember I remember when I when I received it, it was outside of becoming born again, it was one of the greatest experiences in my life to have the Holy Spirit speak words of another language through my mouth through my body, that he would that he would do that through me. I remember just being totally overwhelmed with that. And it was actually, it was uh, John and Catherine's old pastor in, in Dartford who came over, a man called Vane Austin. He had prayed over me and had received it. And I remember going back to the house, uh, to a house where we were just having a supper that night, and Vane Austin was there as well. And uh, we were having the supper, and I kept going out to the bathroom because I wanted to go to the bathroom to make sure I could still speak in tongues. And I was sneaking off to speak in tongues and, and, and coming back in. I remember standing off to the side, then when everybody was saying goodbye, and, and I was just, can I still do it? And I was trying to speak in tongues under my breath. To see, and and the crowd was there, and Van Austen looked over at me, and and he knew what I was doing, and I just went like this, I touched his tongue. He knew I was speaking in tongues. Off over to the side, and it was just just such a a wonderful blessing in my life. And I have to say, it is I, I find it one of the greatest gifts to me personally. It's been one of the greatest benefits personally. To me and my life, it's it's a wonderful gift. It's where it's where you you speak words of another language. Now the Bible tells us that they 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 can be tongues of men or tongues of angels. We don't know we don't know what we're speaking. I don't know what I'm saying, but we're speaking another language, and it's not coming from my mind. It's, it's the Holy Spirit is is forming these words. It's the most. Amazing thing, and um, it's just been a, a great blessing to me. There's a reason for that, and Paul tells us if you want to turn there, First Corinthians fourteen, four, that when you speak in a tongue, you you personally are edified, you're built up, you're blessed, and sometimes we don't know what to pray. Sometimes things are tough, and to me, I start to speak in tongues, and, and I just, no matter what is going on, I'll start to fill up, I'll start to get joy again, I'll start, to, I'll start to feel the blessing of the Lord again, I'll start to feel the confidence in the Lord rise again. We are edified when we speak in, in another tongue of the Holy Spirit, we're built up and it's a wonderful, wonderful gift. And, and it's, our minds are not doing anything. So, so it's great because like, I've, I've got a one mind, one task type of setup going on here. Um, so I do one thing at a time. So if I'm driving the car, I, I struggle to listen to the kids or, or anything else that's going on. I'm busy driving. But I can speak in tongues because it's not my mind that's, that's needed at that point. I can be speaking in tongues when there's a conversation going on. I can be speaking in tongues when there's, there's circumstances going on, when I'm experiencing something and I'm, I'm not sure what's going on. I'm speaking in tongues uh, when, I'm, when I'm just lost for words. I'm speaking in tongues and, and I can, I'm spiritually, there's, there's something happening and I'm being built up. And it's, so, so it's, a, it's a personal gift. See, the rest of the gifts Edify the body. The other spiritual gifts are for the, the building up, for the common good, for, 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 for the church, if you like, for, for the wider picture of, of ministry. But this one particular gift of, of speaking in tongues is for the individual. Remember in 1 Corinthians twelve seven, it says, Now to each one the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. Well, this is the one gift speaking in tongues that will personally that is for personal edification or to be personally built up. Wonderful, wonderful gift. Apostle Paul said that he speaks in tongues more than all of you, whoever he was speaking to at that time, Corinthians, I speak in tongues more than all of you. And we know what he accomplished. In his life, and it's, it's it, to me, it's it's an answer to a lot of uh, even emotional issues, brothers and sisters. To have that gift, to be blessed, to be able to be built up. So, Paul, Apostle Paul, he wants all believers to speak in tongues. He says it in Ephesians six eighteen. He says, "Pray in the Spirit at all times, all occasions." 1 Corinthians 14.5 says, Paul says, I wish you all spoke with tongues. So, the question tonight is, okay, how do I receive the gift of tongues? Is this a new language that I learned? I have to go to grammar classes. I hated grammar. I hated nouns. I hated all that stuff. I was not very good at learning languages. But, in 1 Corinthians fourteen, fourteen, you can, you can see this. For if I pray in a tongue, Paul says this, if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. So it is not that your spirit is praying. This is, this is a, a spiritual form of praying, but it's not with your understanding. It's not with, It's not something that you have learned. These are not words that you know the meaning of. You're speaking something that you've never learned. You've, you you don't understand it. It's it is a spiritual activity. And so he goes on. If I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. What is the conclusion then? I will pray with the spirit. I will pray in tongues. And I will also pray with the understanding. So Apostle Paul, he's not saying forget about English now or whatever your your natural language is. He's not saying forget about English and just pray in tongues. No, he's saying we do both. We pray in tongues and we pray with the understanding. And I, in, my, in my life, I'll do both. I'll flow from one to the other. I'll, I'll flow from tongues to, to pray with understanding back to tongues when, I'm, when, when I, I don't have any more good thoughts to pray anymore. I'll, I'll, go, I'll flow between the two. And remember what the context of, of 1 Corinthians 14 is. It's, it's, this is a, a context of having order in the church. Order in the church. So he's saying pray with the Spirit and pray with understanding. And then he says, I will sing with the Spirit, sing in tongues. I like to do that too. Sing in tongues and sing with the understanding. Sometimes I don't know what words to sing so I can just sing in tongues. And I'm built up and I'm edified and I'm blessed. So uh, in the New Testament there, there are a few different times where the baptism of the Holy Spirit or the gift of the Holy Spirit was given. And you can see it, it describes quite clearly what the first sign was on the day of Pentecost. We see in Acts chapter 2, verses 3 and 4. And you can maybe note these down and go back and make sure I'm telling you the truth. But on the day of Pentecost, we see the disciples in the upper room. They started speaking in tongues when they got baptized in the Holy Spirit. And then uh, and there was a man called Cornelius who was a Roman centurion. You can read about this account in Acts chapter 10, verse 44. And him and his family, they, they were Gentiles, so, so this was actually a new thing for, uh, for Christianity to, to cross the, the boundaries of going from the Jewish nation into the Gentiles. And in Acts 10, 44, Cornelius and his family started speaking in tongues. And then there's another account in Acts chapter 19 uh, where disciples in Ephesus started speaking in tongues. And that was their first evidence. So the normal pattern was when you got baptized in the Holy Spirit, you received this personal gift of speaking in tongues. And it it opened the way then into other supernatural gifts. So if we, if we were to look Peter gives an explanation of what was happening on the day of Pentecost. I want us to open up to Acts chapter 2 and verse 16. Verse 16. And Peter, on the day of Pentecost, he stands up and the people of Israel have seen this speaking in tongues. They've seen these miraculous utterances from, from the disciples, of those that were in the upper room. And Peter stands up to, to, to explain what's going on. And he says this, This is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. Verse 17, And it shall come to pass in the last days. Everybody say the last days. In the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. And all my men, men servants and all my maidservants, I will pour out my spirit on those days, and they shall prophesy. And, and Peter goes on, and, and he says that this, this point here, the day of Pentecost, that this is the start the beginning of this period in time called the last days. Called the last days. And the prophet Joel spoke about these last days as being a time where the Holy Spirit would be poured out on all flesh. Now that was the start of the last days. When did the last days end, brothers and sisters? Well, we're still living in them. Because we haven't hit the last of the last days yet. So, so this period in time we are living in now is still the last days. And so this. Pouring out of the Holy Spirit, which started on the day of Pentecost, which Jesus said, this is the best plan that I go back and let the Spirit come and, and he bring all of his His ministry to you. And he does his reminding and he, he brings his gifts and he brings his power and he brings his leading. And Peter is saying that this, this time started back then and it is Continuing until today, brothers and sisters, we are living in this time now, and maybe in our buildings and in our uh, education, and everything. Maybe we have forgot a little bit about enjoying this baptism and infilling of the Holy Spirit. And so Peter goes on. I'm not going to go through everything that Peter said, but but Peter said this in verse 38. He says, repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. We talked about that. Baptized into Jesus is being born again. Get baptized into Jesus. Become born again. Become part of this new family for the remission of your sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So who's to receive it? All of us. All of us. Verse 39, for the promise is to you and to your children. And we see it crossing the generation. Now, it wasn't just that generation in that day, on the day of Pentecost. It was to go on. It is to your children, he was saying to them, and to all who are afar off, all who are even over in that little island of Ireland, far, far away from Jerusalem, all who are afar off in Cork City, as many as the Lord our God would call this gift of the Holy Spirit, this prophesying and dreaming dreams, and the Spirit being in all flesh, and young people, and old people, and brothers and sisters, it's for today, it's for us, it's for us. And so we have here in the Word of God this promise, this wonderful promise. Joel, repeated here by Peter, and it's for us. Luke eleven thirteen says this. So, if you sinful people know how to gift good gift, how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give? the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him. So what are the requirements to receive Him? Well, from my reading, brothers and sisters, from what we've looked at tonight, it is to simply be born again and to ask. And to ask. There is no particular maturity level that you have to attain, you don't have to be able to quote scriptures like Patrick Dobbin, (laughs) you don't have to have read the Bible ten times, you don't have to be a particular age, you don't even need to be as handsome as I am. Who laughed? (laughs) <laughs> there, There is no criteria that you have to fulfill apart from being born again, having your sins forgiven by Jesus and by simply asking. Ask and you will receive. The truth is, is that he wants to give this to us more than we want to receive it. It's the beauty of God. I, I want to receive everything. I want to receive every good gift from Him. But He wants to give it more than we want to receive it. How good is He? How good is He? Our time is up tonight, but I thought we could... Sing one more time, and we'll just put out an invitation tonight. If you haven't received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, this gift of the Holy Spirit, with we'll speaking in tongues, and you can come tonight, and we'll pray, and we'll ask together, and He does it without finding fault. He, you see, He already considers you righteous. He does. He already considers you a holy people, a holy nation. He considers you his bride. He has already given you himself in multiple ways and salvation. He's he's looking forward to an eternity with us, and he's got this lovely gift for us. So tonight, if if you're here and you want to come forward, we can pray together. I've asked Ronan to, to lead us in a worship song. There's no pressure. You, you can go home and pray and ask the Lord as well. It's funny. you know. I've heard stories of, of people who, who who had struggles in receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I remember there was one lady in, in Limerick, and she just struggled and struggled, until her, until her husband told her, do you know that you pray in tongues in your sleep? <laughs> and, and she really, oh, I've been praying in tongues in my sleep. And then she was free to go. You know, and She could just speak in tongues. I know another... A friend of mine up in, in Derry and, and he, he struggled with it and he didn't believe it I, had, I don't. I think it's just baby language and he started look I can just do it and he, he started to say it's just baby language and he went out of us and he found himself speaking in tongues and he was just speaking it it's there brothers and sisters it's there and tonight I hope that, that what I've said has just provoked you a little bit again to seek it to step into it to enjoy it, enjoy the benefit of it, and enjoy being a participant and giver of it, a participant in the ministry of the Holy Spirit to one another. What an adventure. What an adventure. Can we stand together? We'll just pray. Lord God, oh God, tonight, Lord, you're here, Jesus, Lord, and Lord, your presence is here, Lord, so sweetly, oh God, Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Lord, we are, Lord, we know, Lord, our own inadequacy, oh God. Lord, and we can freely confess how, Lord, little we really have to offer, oh God. But I thank you, oh God, that you come, Lord, and you cover our inadequacy, Lord. Lord, with the person of the Holy Spirit. Lord, you give us the Spirit, Lord, to help us with our wisdom and our understanding, Lord, to help us, Lord, with our shortcomings of personality and bad tempers and whatever, Lord, you you help us, Lord, with all those, even with the, help us overcome the sinful nature, O God, and, oh, Lord, you've invited us, Lord, to participate, Lord, in this supernatural, Lord, Lord, blessing, Lord, of speaking in tongues, Lord, and the gifts of the Spirit, O God, as you would give them, Jesus, you invite us jesus Lord, you're so good lord you're so good so tonight lord we just say yes to you jesus to all lord that you would offer oh god we say yes to you jesus lord i pray lord lord tonight lord for those lord who are lord seeking lord to step into lord lord greater giftings lord lord supernatural giftings lord would you bless them lord and lord help us lord to hear your spirit to hear your voice oh god I pray, Lord, for those tonight, Lord, who would seek, Lord, to get filled with the Spirit or baptised in the Spirit, Lord, who'd, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, oh God. I pray, Lord, that you would just fill their mouths, Lord, tonight, oh God. You're able to fill our mouths, oh God. You're able to do that, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 We're going to worship for a bit. And if you want to come forward, you can. And if you, if you feel that you just want to leave, you can leave but we'll just spend a few moments at the front here. Just our online congregation, we're going to let you go now. and Maybe the studio can look after that, but we're going to shut down and we're just going to continue in prayer here. Maybe you want to pray at home. Ask the Lord to fill you with the Spirit. God bless you. If anyone wants to come forward and pray together, you can come now and we'll pray. Hallelujah. Thank you for tuning in with us today. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Cork Church. Also, make sure to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you have any questions at all, you can email us info at corkchurch.com or just check out our website www.corkchurch.com Again, thank you for tuning in and see you next time. God bless.